Welcome to Kick Back with Chris. Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Brought to you by www.mintmaster.com. Hey, everybody. So, uh, well, for me, it's a half-term special. For, for for Matt, he's not so lucky yet. He doesn't get half-term yet. Although, do you like half-term? No. All right. So, it's not so good then. It's a pain <laughs> in the butt. Is it? This messes everything up in my life. Does it? Well, I, I don't mind so much because my wife works in schools. So, she's like usually up at really early in the morning. So, she doesn't have to get up. So, it's kind of nice. Right. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it's because we get to see each other more, but we don't really, because she just keeps working anyway. She just doesn't go to work to work. So anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, for, my, for, me, uh, uh, for me, it's just uh, stuck in the house with the kids eating me out of house and home and claiming they're bored every five minutes. So it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not that much fun. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But on a more positive note. Yes. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to talk about business coaches tonight, aren't we? <laughs> Is that more positive? Is I don't know. Okay? <laughs> bit of a subjective one really <laughs> yes uh, we did mention it last week didn't we that we, we were going to talk about uh, whether people should use business coaches in their martial arts schools so yeah do you want to do you want to kick that one off chris um should, uh, should we keep it short or <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you know okay. what do you know yeah. what Actually, I will say this now as well. I have to apologize for Matt because I left him hanging for a good 15 minutes because I forgot we were recording. So That's sorry, right. dude. It's all right. It's all right. I'm not crying or anything else about nothing. it. Nothing. Why not? <laughs> it's only 15 minutes. That's why I don't mind. <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of stuff you can do in 15 minutes. Yeah, true. <laughs> anyway, so um, should should you get a martial arts business coach? I'm going to go for the safe if a little bit complicated answer and it depends on you okay explain are you coachable ah that's a good that's a good one yeah that's a very good one because i'm not oh at all well i know i can learn things but... but i'm not very good at being told what to do or being told i'm doing it wrong ah okay okay not, uh, that, but, not that that's the whole thing that, that I'm, I'm sort of pigeonholing there a little bit i guess but um yeah but how, how did you learn martial arts because yeah i said, knew you were gonna say that <laughs> move your foot here and do that and you went all right then no they just kicks me hard until i learned ah okay so you need the pain right um no i don't know I, I i think i'm selling myself a bit harshly there i'm i'm i don't know maybe i'm just a little now i i was really open to it all early days sort of early 2000s yeah um and then without you know naming names because I, I i sort of was involved with a lot of people over a very short window of time but more of them ripped me off than didn't oh no oh. so it kind of leaves you a bit yeah jaded by it i suppose it's like you see my i i kind of assume that they've always got an ulterior motive in that they just want to make money out of me and yeah. they don't give a shit about my business yeah. And I know that's not true of everybody, but I kind of go into it with that slight, slightly jaded outlook. Like they're kind of making it sound like they care, but I don't think they do as long as they get paid. <laughs> yeah, that's not great. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you being jaded in that case. Yeah. Mm, so, but I did. I'm not, it's not to say I didn't have some good experiences early days. I mean, um, 
I I was fortunate. I suppose again, it's a, a arguable, really. But I, um, well, no, I was fortunate. I came up through the school that I was training at at the time was one of the first to adopt the sort of a more American way, which again, some people might say is a not a great thing, but from me from learning how to run a full-time school it was great to be around yeah. it was great to be a young coach you know hired to teach and be around the people having the meetings and you know talking through things and you know you've got your, your likes of your, your, your kim stones and your john jepsons and yeah your lee childs and people like that you know you sat in there as a 18 year old basically. just like yeah. yeah well i mean i was i was licking envelopes and making coffee but <laughs> you're at least you're in the environment of i it, was right? also taking it in yeah um yes. which you know by age sort of 23 22 23 when it came time to open my own school i kind of had that information there logged and i wouldn't actually say it was necessarily the information it was more just the naive well it, it works doesn't it because yeah they all did it so it must work yeah so that kind of, that's kind of going off subject a little bit, but yeah. No, no, no. But essentially you were getting coached by osmosis, right? You're yeah. just absorbing the information, the skills um, yeah. of these, of these people. And, uh, and obviously work because you set up your own school and yeah. it's been a success since, isn't it? Yeah. I, I would imagine, I would say really the, the biggest part of it, those early days was there's just a belief that it works. Yeah. Because I've, you know, I've I've seen it working for what three four years. I was there full time. I saw it every day working and being successful, and you know, having lots of students and making lots of money. So I I saw it. That's all I knew in that respect. So I just just well, like it it, it just it just opened it and it works. Just yeah, you know, um, which is naive, but in some ways I'm glad because I just went into it with that blind belief of it will work. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And, and and it did. Proof, and it, yeah, the proof is that it did. Yeah. Um, do you think it would have been so easy if you hadn't been brought up in that environment, like no. a more maybe traditional environment, a bit more no. restrictive on business practices and stuff? I don't think so. No, I think I would probably have carried on with the same business model. I say business model, but the, I would have probably emulated whatever my instructor was doing and probably gone and rent. I mean, and not that I'm saying this is a bad thing. It's just it's not what I want to do. Yeah. Um, people that want to do this fantastic there's nothing absolutely nothing wrong with it but i would probably have rented a hall and taught two days a week yeah 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 which i did to get it started so the plan was rent the dance school get to 20 members put the 20 members on what was standing orders at the time <laughs> yeah um cover the rent have a little bit left for, for wages and then go on from there yeah and that's yeah. what that's what i did um got it to 20 very quickly and then got the building and off we went um mm. yeah and that was 23 years ago 22 <laughs> 23 years ago so you, you didn't have any business coaching after the point where you opened up the school not, or? not early days no um i then sort of fell into it by default because there was still a a, a loose connection there with the people that I used to work with because they yeah. were actually providing me with um at the time it was sort of like discounted billing on the right. basis of you know you were a, used to work for us and we'll help you out a little bit and um so I got a little, little I think a couple of percent discount on the the monthly charges uh, right. and then they 
diversified. I mean, for the, for the sake of listeners out there, there they were, they were a group called United Professionals, which do still exist in the States mm. um, and were just sort of starting in the UK. And um, so I ended up, you know, attending their events and being part of what they were doing. Yeah. Which was great because at the time I was the only person really in the business that had any prior experience of those bigger schools and those bigger setups and uh, and everybody else was just used to my little pokey shed. Yeah. So it was good for them to, you know, be around other people, the program directors or, you know, whatever they were doing and be in that environment and look and see, look, you, we can achieve this. Um, yeah. So it was, yeah, that, 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 that start point was mostly positive. Yeah. It was just, it was <laughs> just, just went after downhill. that. It just, <laughs> just went, went downhill quickly after that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's uh it's a, it is a tricky one. If you have had yeah, a negative experience with a business coach, it can definitely put you off for a long period or put you out entirely. Luckily, I've never had a bad business coach, even right. the ones that, you know, maybe weren't the right fit for me. And I only stayed with them like six months or so. Still taught me a lot, still helped me out, still kind of gave me some ideas and moved me forward a little bit. But, you know, I've never really had a, a bad one as of yet. But I'm quite careful in doing my due diligence and finding the right person and, yeah. you know, reading reviews and testimonials and speaking to people who've worked with them. I think that's quite a key one. If yeah. you're going to look for a business coach, like contact a few people who have used them in the past and just ask them, you know, how did it go? How did you find it? Um, did you find it useful? Um, what type of thing do they work on? You know, what issues did you have, if any? Uh, and you'll you'll get all the information you need quite quickly there. Yeah, I think a large part of it is personality based as well as finding somebody that you resonate with. Of, yeah? yeah, resonate with gel with because I'm a pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> but I have worked. We with, know, Chris. We know. Yeah, I know. I know. But you know, that's. That's just who I am. I mean, I'm not going to change who I am. I, I I spent too many years doing that, you know, and I'm not. I can't be asked anymore. Just, <laughs> it's too much like hard work. I'd rather be a quirky dickhead and just get on with it than than, than mess about <laughs> trying to, you know, play that game of. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's um, yeah, it, it's finding somebody you can. Wait. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've, there are there are some really good, there are some really good coaches out there, um, and it could well be that some of the people I've worked with previously are actually all right, although none of them are doing it anymore. So I think that kind of says it, uh, but yeah. Um, or maybe not, maybe they moved on. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I, I, I the, the little, little things like, you know, you, you, you join the group and this it, it's, it's at the start, everything's on time and everything's really good. And the products are sent out <laughs> great and slowly, but surely the service slips. Like there was one that I joined, I won't name, but they had like um, DVDs that they sent out. Yeah. And each month you got these things came and I slowly but surely, like by the end of it, when I cut ties, they were literally just handwriting on the DVD and sending it out. Oh. Like they'd stop printing labels. They'd, and I just thought, wow, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not can't difficult. actually be asked to send out the proper products. Then I don't think I want to be part of this anymore. Thank you very much. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's all fun and games. There are, you know, people out there trying to make a quick buck. I think by being business coaches i mean part of the thing with selecting business coaches um a big question is 
uh, and one that I've often thought about is, does the business coach need to have experience in your industry? Because Ooh. us martial artists are kind of like, must have run a school and been successful and, and done it for years and years and years. But in other industries, they don't really look at business coaches no. like that. They look at it more like, do they have a skill set um, and a com communication style that can take me from where I am now to where I want to be? And actually thinking about it, sometimes it's best to maybe get a business coach outside of your industry. Yeah. Because they come in totally with you know no restriction in thinking no set ways of thinking about the business like no pre-programmed bullshit that we've all got from decades in the martial arts and they just ask really weird questions that you suddenly go oh wow i hadn't thought about doing it like that and so it can be quite good to actually get someone external to your industry but i know us martial artists love a martial arts business coach yeah because it's niche isn't it so and and i think it we 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 can use it as a little bit of a get out of jail as well. Well, we do this weird thing because we don't want to upset the ancient grandmasters, so we can't <laughs> submit our that thing like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's like, we, yeah, we could just explain our way, explain away our little quirks. Yeah, the way where we do our things. I mean, obviously, they understand everything you've probably been through because if a uh, uh, you know you've got a business coach that is a current or ex martial arts school owner you know they've been through a lot of stuff and there's not many surprises i would say in the martial arts business it's kind of predictable you're gonna you're gonna encounter the same problems you know as you grow from like you say um you know 20 people in your um sports hall uh, if you want to and grow to a you know a large uh, school in a full-time location and then maybe look at licensing out to other structures or franchising it's just going to be the same problems growing a team dealing yeah. with all of that like so sometimes it is good maybe for the person to have previous yeah. experience in the industry because they get it get it quickly uh, but the best ideas i've ever had for my business have come outside from people outside of the martial arts industry because they just don't have any limitations or blinkers or wait like set ways of doing things that we do yeah, and and the way the way things are going now as well, to a degree, you you don't necessarily have to limit yourself to one person. Obviously, no, funds allowing because you can you can you can source people who are you know experts in in social media marketing or people who are experts in online course content or people who are experts in lead generation or mm. you know, retention or whatever like. Yeah. The, there's so many people out there now doing different things whereas when i started out it was like you just went to one guru that was like the mecca of everything <laughs> the thing that i don't like didn't like with that at that time was it was literally plug and play you had to do everything how they said or you, you couldn't really run it they wouldn't build it around you whereas now yeah, it seems to be that people point. will build it around what you need so i i remember going to like they used to do quarterly meetings and stuff and all the instructors would go from all the different schools. And I remember at one event when they were talking about a specific system and it wasn't working for us and I was doing it by the script and I was doing it out, but I was doing all the stuff. And then I said, well, it's not working for us. And their answer was, well, you must be doing it wrong then. And I remember mm -hmm. thinking about it or maybe it just doesn't work as well in our area and I, they looked at me like i'd just spoken a different language well i think <laughs> blasphemy I, I, 
Well, I was using those systems in a different area and making it work. And then when I moved to where I am now, it just wasn't working the same way. Mm. So there's got to be, look, let's be honest. Yes, we're all people, but people are different in different areas. Like communities are a little bit different. Um, I, I just, just, yeah, I won't get too deep into that, but I just feel that, you know, certain strategies aren't going to be successful in every, in every area. Absolutely. Um, I've had that with Facebook ads. Like I've had a client that I've been helping with their Facebook ads um, and another client, you know, 10, 15 miles away wants help. I give them the same information, the same strategies, the same type of offer and creative and it works great in one area and 15 miles away it doesn't work at all how weird is that yeah yeah, yeah so i guess you, you, if you're relating it back to business coaching it's like you've got to find the person who can work with with you yeah. and your environment yeah um and that you kind of can get on with because it's quite an intimate relationship really i, I coach um 12 people and it you get right into people's lives and what's going on with them and you know it, it is it, you can get quite attached and quite close i've been trying to get rid of some of my clients but they don't want to uh to leave <laughs> so i'm like okay <laughs> i'm saying like well, you know i think i've taken you as far as i can help you they're like now i'd like i like talking with you about this and going through things with you each week and <laughs> helps me and i'm like well okay but 200 sure percent i can help you anymore and they're like no i just want to keep it going i'm like mm. so i don't know eventually i might have to fire fire a couple but um because like i've got a level of experience that i can get people to like a similar level that i was when i left my business but i can't really take them past that point i don't believe so if they reach that i'm i'm like you need to find a new coach like i've taken yeah. you as far as i can take you um there's other people out here you can take you further um but i think because you build quite a bond if you've been coaching people for like a quite a while um you kind of f form a friendship uh and quite a bond and then it's quite hard to kind of separate that out so it's a tricky one out of interest have you had ever had anybody that's borderline uncoachable no, not yet. Without a name in names, obviously. Yeah, no, that's Steve. He's a right pain in the no, ass. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a couple of clients who are very like, this is how I do it. And sometimes, um, you know, the thing I like about them is I'll give them my suggestions and my ideas. And they're just like, I'm absolutely not doing that. And I'm like, re I respect that. <laughs> I respect you for saying that. Um, so, no, I haven't like, no, not not totally uncomfortable. Okay. Um, but. I think it's about for me i like to have a like a bit of a, a bit of a conversation before we get started before we agree to work together it's not like you can just pay your monies and that's it you're off um i like to kind of get to know the person and get a feel on them and also if i'm going to work with them every single week or month i've got to like them yeah because else i dread you know i'll dread turning up to the meetings and like i'll be negative and and they'll pick up on that so touch wood it's been it's been really good so far and i've been enjoying it yeah yeah and that's important the other way around as well because i i had a coach at one point for a short while and they used to do a call every tuesday morning and i used to be like oh god it's tuesday mm. and like i've got to 
he's going to call me and ask me questions and ask me if I've done the things and <laughs> I don't really want to do yeah. it and I just don't care. Just no. And I'm thinking, why the hell am I paying for this if I just every Tuesday think? Yeah. I'm thinking, why am I doing this? Like, literally, yeah. why am I doing it? Um, yeah, I used to hate doing that. Yeah. So, uh, but I think there's, I think the coach should have enough skill to kind of, it can't be that you just barrel in there and just shout at people and make them feel bad and ask them about their stats and just set goals. And it can't be that mechanical. I think you need to, uh, part of the skill as being a coach is finding a way of communicating with the person so that they voluntarily want to make the changes in their business and their school. Um, so I think yeah. communication, I think there's skills. I've had like lots of different coaches that I've had over the years and some are low skill, um, but I've still learned from them. And some are just like masters of just getting in my head and and making me think, mm, actually, he's got a point. Maybe I should do that. So uh, I think, yeah, it depends on the skill of the coach as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's I'm enjoying it. It's really nice to work with like other other martial arts instructors. Now I'm not teaching full-time anymore and just go wow I used to have that problem and I used to think that way about that and you know it, it, you could just look back at what you've done and go mm, I used to be the same and I can help you kind of work your way through that so it's quite yeah. quite rewarding be, yeah I'm gonna say it must be nice as well when somebody comes to you and maybe their business is struggling a little bit and you say hey well let's change these things and then they turn it around and it's, yeah know, and that must be nice yeah, it's a it's a lovely feeling. I'm like one of my clients um, went managed to quit their full time job, go full time as a martial arts instruct, instructor, and has doubled the size of his school uh, since doing that in about a year. And wow, that, that was just like, oh, that's awesome! Isn't that isn't that nice? Like, you know, he had a job that was doing his head in, and it was taking up a lot of time and burning a lot of energy, and now he's He's got too much time on his hands and he doesn't know what to do with himself during the day. Um, but he's now teaching full time and his school is like growing at a crazy rate. So, yeah, I got, that's that's very rewarding. I got a tricky question for you. Do yeah, you mind go. If, go, go for it. Right. Mano, you might even think it's tricky because I know what you're like. But um, OK, so it's an ethical one. So you, if somebody comes to you and you know that they've got a bit of shady practice going on, like they've been a bit a bit dodge. Yeah. What do you what do you do? Do you cut ties or do you just go well? It's business, and I'm coaching them, and they're paying for a service. Um, I would kind of confront them on that. I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> I would. I'd be like, "Why are you doing that? And how is that serving you? And how is that helping other people? And you know, there's a risk to your reputation and to you know, you're not um, serving your communities to the best of your ability. Why would you do that? But if they can persisted. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'd have to to cut ties. But I've luckily not had any dodgy dodgy geezers in. It's yeah. all been a nice, ethical martial artist just trying to grow their businesses. But that is a yeah. I mean, that that could be an issue, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, because there's lots on. of there's lots of dodginess in martial arts. The amount no. of people who are <laughs> really yeah <it's>... no, <laughs> Fredo. Shock, shock news, Chris. There's lots shock of dodginess news. going on in martial arts. It, it's uh, literally been the the go-to source of discussion for the last hundred and something episodes. So yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. plenty of it. Yeah, um, it, and and it spreads and it filters out into all areas. I mean, what I you know, 
people like yourself and others that have been doing this for years, you know, you've got, you know, you're in safe hands because you've got a, tr a traceable history there. Mm. But, and the thing is, it's difficult because all coaches have to start somewhere that there has to be that transition from being school owner, business owner to coach. It, that has to happen. Yeah. But if you come across somebody where it's clear that that has just happened, social media is great now for looking into people and just making sure that that they are actually what they say they are and they don't yeah. just fancy the idea of it because there's there have been some pop up where I've looked into them a little bit and I'm like they're charging for a service and they're giving out the most horrific advice that people are sadly listening to um yeah, yeah that and, is that is tricky yeah and 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 also there are, I mean, it's difficult because, like I say, there has to be that transition period, but it's when you have people that are clients of coaches that, like, overnight suddenly become coaches and then they're touting to the same people. And it's like, mm, hang on, two minutes ago, we were, like, literally on the same course together and now you want to <laughs> to you. Now you're a coach, yeah. We were at the same place at the same time. Do you not remember that, Dave? when we were learning the same thing and now you want to teach me how to do that same thing. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I think the way to transition, which is what I did is like, just help people for free. Yeah. So I've been helping people for like a decade, like just taking calls, chatting with people, just giving bits of advice on marketing or areas that I'm strong in. Um, so I built a lot, up a lot of trust, but also, you know, kind of earned my chops just yeah. by, by helping for free because you know i think that would be the way to do it rather than just go from yeah like you know successful school owner straight into um business coach sometimes it's like a fighter sometimes you don't know how you're doing it like sometimes fighters mm. make the worst coaches right they just can't yeah. explain how good they are <laughs> and they just don't get yeah. why you're so crap yeah and sometimes successful school owners also kind of don't know how they're doing it it's maybe that they're very charismatic um or they they work like crazy hours to to build it up and so it is it is a tricky one and the other thing and this is me included from coaches is there's no qualifications needed mm -hmm. i you know you could just bang up a website and say you're a business coach and like you say unless you do you do diligence and check up on people you don't necessarily know so that's a bit of a issue, I think. Um, well, I mean, there's some out there that advertise the fact that they did horrifically at school and now I'm making all this money. This is nothing wrong with that, but at the same time, it can be, if you're not careful, a bit of a pitfall. You know, you end up, well, look at their pictures on Facebook at their amazing school. It's like, yeah, but is it? Is it? Is it as busy as they're claiming or is it just, you know, they're good at taking pictures? And adding yeah. zeros to numbers yeah you know? it's, it's really hard to to verify isn't it yeah yeah i, I mean, mean i've i think without... reputation reputation will eventually be a factor won't it because it's a small industry in the uk like everyone knows everyone's business really don't they so if you're fleecing people not delivering value not getting results for people uh, people will start to talk about it you'll start to get found out which is probably what happened with a lot of the business coaches you maybe worked with early days you know yeah. they got a bad rep didn't they yes <laughs> so eventually that will die out but the the consequences 
you know, there's a lot of people who've got burnt along the way, which obviously sucks. Um, because some people can recover like you, like you had a couple of dodgy coaches, but bounced back and made it work in spite of their advice. Yeah. Like other people can sometimes like invest too much effort, time, money, and um, it doesn't work and, and they're out of business. Yeah. And, and with, with each one of those people I work with, it's not that I didn't come away with anything at all. Mm. You know, um, sometimes it was literally coming away with new contacts and meeting people. And, yeah. You know, yeah. That, yeah. That, which True. is great. The networking side of things. But yeah. Or, or sometimes it was just reaffirming the fact that I, I actually really do not like doing it this way. And now I know for sure. So thank right. you for that. It doesn't always have to be that you come away learning something that you put into place. It can be sometimes be right. Well, no, actually, I am very sure of myself that I, I don't ever want to do anything that way ever. Mm. Um, and this is how I'm now going to build my school going forwards. Because um, it's not it's not like a cookie cutter thing where you have to do it a certain way. I mean, no. maybe if you do do it a certain way. Look, I, I'll be honest. When I opened my school, the first two years we did really financially we did really well um and we were signing people up on uh, for the time really quite high rates right and it was great but it I, I didn't like it it just didn't it it there was something about it didn't sit right like we were being told to upsell this and push this and do this and yeah don't worry get them in at this rate and then push them onto this rate you know yeah you know certain things certain practices that were borderline sort of i don't know not bullying but sort of pressuring them into into taking certain choices that i just didn't like it and i i i I was thinking i can i keep this up long term yeah i'm making this money and it's great but am i happy with it with my name on this not really um this is mad this is mad to say and I don't actually mind saying it. It might make some people go, oh, Jesus. But I was charging it for certain programs a higher enrollment and joining fee in 2003 than I am now. Okay. Well, which yeah. I know is nuts to, sound, to say. But I was charging those rates because somebody else told me that they're the rates you should charge. So I yeah. did. Yeah. And then use these fancy words and make it sound like they're getting loads of value out of it. Whereas really, I was probably paying, I don't know, maybe three or four quid for a uniform. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then the rest was just going in the bank. And and, and I just didn't, it didn't sit right. No, it good. didn't sit right. So I changed it. Yeah. Now, I might be living in a much bigger house and driving a much more fancier car now. <laughs> or actually, in all, all honesty, I would have probably sacked it off. I would have probably stopped. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because I, 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 it wasn't. It didn't sit right with me. No. It felt like I was lying to people. Yeah. Yeah. But I did it because I was young and I was told that's what you do and this is how you do it and this is how we do it. And yeah. uh, it's not that I'm saying that those pe- people were lying and cheating. It just, it, when I did it, it felt like that. It, you know, and, and that's yeah. an individual feeling that you can't, it just didn't sit right. So I, I stopped doing it and I changed it up. And, and, but look, if anything, we're still here two decades yep. later so there must be something okay about it yeah uh, but also you probably sleep a bit better because yeah. you don't feel like you're just shafting people yeah. <laughs> and that's kind and of what it felt money. like if i'm honest but i was yeah. too young to really 
kind of stand up to it and go, do you know, I don't like doing this. And what yeah. the turning, the, the, there was a, they, I think I've sort of definitely talked about this before. They used to produce a list, like a, a chart of where all the different schools are. Yes. in schools that did you remember back when they used to do that right? yes I, I i got to number one <laughs> my right. school got to number one back in the day yeah and i remember with this particular group they used to do it and i used to be so and i remember i was like transfixed on it and i was like right come on where are we this where are we this month where are this month? and i was i was actually <laughs> ridiculously focused on trying to be above a school that i used to i, I had a short period of working for and when i left they were quite vocal in that well, yeah, that's not going to work. You shouldn't do that. Oh, who's going to do that? I'm like, right, you watch. You watch. And um, I was so focused on getting higher than them in the list. Yeah. And I, and I remember thinking, hang on a minute. Why am I in this? Am I in this just to be transfixed on that number every month? Or am I in this to better people and to be... And I'm thinking, hang on, I'm shifting too far towards focusing completely on making money here yeah um so yeah i uh, yeah that that was a changing point for me that was a turning point where i was like well no 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 no. so i got a question for you did you manage to uh <laughs> to get above them yeah <laughs> yeah 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 i did very yeah i did um that's good because that's good that you changed path as well yeah yeah i'm one of these people that if i set if somebody tells me that i can't do something or I, I need to do it for some reason. I always get it done. Right. I'm one of them. Like yeah. if, if someone says, I oh, know you can't, yeah, you can't do that. I really can't. It's like a Martin McFly syndrome. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, it, it, it's good that someone tells me, no, 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 you can't. I'm like, no, 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 hang on. No, no, no. Yes, I can. Yeah. Don't tell me I can't do it. Um, or like Are when you... we moved into the building we we're in now, I needed to get, X amount of money in the account by X by certain date, or it wouldn't happen. And I'm like, right, well, it'll, it's going to work. It's going to go. It's going to do it. Um, so what you need is a business coach who basically says to you, Chris, you can't do that. That's that's not going to work. <laughs> and then you're like, I'll show you, mate, <laughs> and off you go. And <laughs> basically, right, okay, reverse psychology on you. Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, just tell me how bad I am. <laughs> you're terrible and you're never going to get anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you proved me wrong. I like that. That's good. That, that is good. Yeah. And again, I'm, I'm plus probably why I'm impossible to work with. <laughs> Can't blow smoke up my ass. It doesn't work. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, um, it, is a, it is a weird one, the whole business coach thing. It's getting, um, there's lots and lots of business coaches out there now um it's just yeah you just gotta kind of do your research find find one that you think is gonna resonate and work with you um try it out you know don't get tied down into anything that you can't yeah. afford or anything like that like give it a trial period if they're not with i would say if they're not willing to give you a trial period that's a big flag because you know mm -hmm. they've got to be you know, you might be investing thousands of pounds with them. So you've got to be able to try it out and get a, a feel for how they're going to work and the systems that they're going to use and what's going to happen. Um, but on reflection, all the business coaches I've had, and I've had quite a few, it's it's been positive. Yeah, it's been, it's been good. It's helped me grow my martial arts school. Um, 
I remember paying um, Tom Callis when he came over yeah. to the UK a hefty sum of money to spend three days with him getting coached by him. And it was without doubt some of the best money I've ever spent. I couldn't really afford it at the time. I just maxed out a load of stuff and sold a load of stuff, sold a load, mm. load of memberships cheap and, and got the money together. But it was like mind blowing to have someone of that quality just brain dump all yeah. everything they know about running martial arts school for three days. Um, so that was yes have had experiences like that where it's been amazing yeah. so and there's there's multiple levels of access now as well it's, it's different like back then it was like you say you went on a course and that was that was it that was your option you know yeah. or you joined a mentoring screen that was your option whereas now you can dip your toe you've got yeah. everything from like you've got courses and your online courses where you can just sort of focus on one area you've got like your like you're running like with the zoom courses where you can again you can just focus on one area tip your toe buy a book you've got people that do single day seminars for a a fee or some people will do a day course for free um again so you can dip your toe and you know so they can basically sell you on what they do that's that's part of it as well Um, not that there's nothing wrong with that that's the whole point so Mm. you can try them they can try you you can so there's there's so many more options now so if there's anybody out there that's thinking you know, or my school's not necessarily my school's struggling, or maybe I want to do something different and I don't know how to do it. Maybe you've got to 80 members and you're finding you're stuck. Maybe yeah. whatever. There are so many people out there now, like literally so many people doing so many different things. Yeah. And you can just go and try them all and just see what works for you and you'll find somebody. You'll find somebody uh, or a combination of somebody's. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, that's, that's good, good advice, Chris. I like it. Nice way that's to good. end, I would yeah, say. That's good, mate. Well done. Nice. Tell, tell us what you're up to then, what you're doing. Have you got anything going on? Um, still teaching my once a week class, which I'm enjoying. <laughs> it's so, so weird going and teaching one class a week uh, at my friend's martial arts school. So yeah. that's fun. It's just lovely to be back on the mat teaching, but without all the headaches. And I see them stressing out about, you know, getting the marketing done and and you know uh, sorting out the payroll and i'm like yeah this 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 life is is good yeah (laughs) cheers guys see you next week (laughs) so it's just nice to teach like that's what i've missed i probably haven't missed the the grind of running a martial arts school uh all the hassles that go with it but just being on the mat and helping people it's been lovely so yeah i'm doing that uh tomorrow and uh yeah that's good oh good for you Hmm. I, I was hoping you were going to segue to some amazing business course you've got coming up, but uh, no, <laughs> Sorry. we didn't really time this one particularly well, then, did we? No, and also I'm, I don't even have any coaching spots available. I'm full for coaching oh, as well. Too so. bloody popular, um, Matthew so, Chapman. I haven't got anything to uh, to sell at the moment, Chris. Unfortunately. Well, you can come and ask me, guys. Come and ask me. I I, I don't can't promise it be very good advice, but. <laughs> 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 you can come and ask me and my wonky brain i'll help you out if i can <laughs> you definitely will and you have that's the whole point about the podcast yeah and totally the, totally joking, varieties so. of topics that we go through isn't it it's like yeah it makes people think like i think oh i'm not alone in that because yeah. this is something that these guys have gone through and sometimes offer up some definitely good solutions yeah definitely like you know like i was saying don't i don't want people to feel bad if they are unsure about business coaches or if they get a bad vibe from it because like it's normal 
Because yeah. I think sometimes you see it, like the assumption is, oh, I need to do this in order to be successful, or I've got to do this with this person or go with that person. It's like, no, you don't. There's no rule. Do it however you need to do it for you, but just be open-minded. Just, yeah. you know. Um, and like you said at the start, you know, maybe find somebody who's not got any martial arts connections at all because that might be the best thing for you yeah no no set ways of doing things no historical yeah stuff that they bring with them they yeah. can park all the woo woo and just focus on the bottom line you know and just yep. get anywhere you need to get as yeah. a business and you can concentrate on all the okey pokey stuff <laughs> jiggery pokey kicky yeah. flicky um martial arts stuff yeah absolutely nice. cool all right well i, I better go and um, what time is it? It's half past nine. I've still got time to get to the uh, petrol station to buy some flowers and chocolates for tomorrow. Oh, shit. Yes. Shit. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. I've totally forgot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm out there as well, Chris. I'll well, see you on the road. Well, I'll check. I'll check. <laughs> same, same petrol station. Hopefully yeah, not. Probably. Something's gone wrong. We've had to do that. <laughs> yeah, 250 miles, miles apart. Miles it. Yeah. Trying to find the last <laughs> flowers available. Yeah. Like Alan Partridge. But anyway, let's not go there. Right. Well, I'll catch up with you next week and you can tell me how you got on. All right. Cheers, dude. Catch you later. See ya. Bye. Brought to you by Martialytics. Easy to use. Super powerful management software for your martial arts school.